that make us i'm jake i'm tracy and i'm val and we are back to talk about some more movies as we're wrapping down summer it's going to be fall i only say that because my kids are going back to school this week <laughs> it's a holiday for us i guess not a national but a, a deets house holiday <laughs> a deets house holiday <laughs> yeah. so we're excited Except we've been doing a lot of the back-to-school shopping, and we've kind of taken them in small groups, so like one or two at a time. And I feel mm-hmm. like I have been to Target slash Famous Footwear slash Old Navy Early so thing. many times over the last two weeks. I'm getting, Like, they should start paying me. I should start working at all of these places because I've been there so much. <laughs> So you, you don't take like the band-aid approach where you just all the kids, you just do it all at once and just rip that band-aid off. I don't know. We we've done that in the past, um, <laughs> but and what made, what made it hard this year is we've done a lot of times where we just go and kind of just get everything for the kids and kind of just, we know what they like and we know what they want, but we decided, okay, there we've got a couple that are going like one's going into middle school for the first time. One's going Mm -hmm. into high school for the first time. So we feel like these are big enough changes that like they might want to have a say in what they're wearing and what they're going to school in. And so, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Sorry. I had some pug noises, so I had to be muted, but yeah, I haven't done any back to school shopping yet. Usually I go during back to school um, and get all of my school supplies, even Mm -hmm. though I'm not in school, but I love pens and paper and sticky notes. And that's like my favorite time of year. My daughter went and did back to school shopping because she starts teaching for the first time tomorrow. So she is going to be a parateacher. Yeah. um, At an autistic school and she's teaching, she's going to be teaching high school English. Oh, wow. um, Parateacher. Yeah. So she's super excited. Um, It's a lot. Um, She has been, um, I don't know if nanny's the right word, but she's been helping an autistic girl um, do homeschool for the last year. And um, this girl is just an amazing girl. And she got into this autistic school. So then Sammy applied to work there and got in, took all the tests and did everything she was supposed to. So she starts and she's only like two years older than these high school kids. So that's (laughs) good for her. Luckily, she has a badge to differentiate her from the rest. Yeah. <laughs> so people will know that she is an actual employee and not one of the and students. She yeah. looks young too. Sammy yeah. looks very young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited awesome. for her, but I'm also excited for her just to be with kids full time, so that when she comes home, I can be like, "Yep, they're learning." You, yep. All those things, all those things that you just said about high school kids, you remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we were talking to someone uh my wife and i just before the show and they were saying do, do you think kids understand everything that their parents do for them and they were saying this in reference to like my wife writing wicked and cannibal at lagoon so the kids uh-huh. would go on it and i'm like after this week no absolutely not they have no idea because like I mean, kids are great. They're awesome, wonderful, and whatever. But we bought so much stuff for them. And on Saturday, <laughs> no, Friday night, my daughter's like, um, I'd like to get some more shoes. Are you serious? <laughs> like, not, hey, thanks, Dad, for all the cool stuff that you got us. Like, um, yeah, no, I mean, I've apologized to my mom at least 30 times in the last two weeks. Just yeah. like <laughs> laying in bed. Like, Mom, I am so sorry for what I did to you in my... 18, 19, and 20s. Like, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my kid is a great kid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, we don't, awesome. but we don't know, you know, and then we get to the point where our kids are that age and you're like, I was a jerk. Yeah. Uh-huh. I need to apologize <laughs> to my parents. <laughs> yep. But on the school supply front, you mentioned that. 
they had trapper keepers this year. Oh, again? Yeah. So I was we really excited. We started having those a couple of years. I might have to go get me a trapper keeper. Yeah. I didn't know. Like I so sat there and I looked at him for a good 10 minutes thinking, what in my life am I involved in that I could use a trapper keeper for? And, and I, but I got one for my daughter. So she's taking it to school. And what she's do you mean? You could use it so much every day. It's just an idea book. Like you could just carry it around and then you open it up and you're like, oh, got an idea for our podcast. Write it down. Right oh, down. got an idea for Fan X. Oh, Put in the Trapper Keeper. Yep. Well, I'm going to take over the world tomorrow. Write down your plan. What, what cover did she get? Um, it, all the ones that they had are like uh, like 90s style geometric shapes. Like yes. Kind of I am so, covers. That, that, I was just came from the store, but I am leaving as soon as we are done here. Yeah, that's like, screw, screw making dinner for everybody. I am going to go get me a trapper keeper. You're on your own. They did. They did also have some Lisa Frank stuff again, and I was like, oh. And I showed that to my girls, and they're like, yeah, boo. All right. So you're not Lisa Frank, girls. Got it. No problem. Yeah. Boo. Fine. Jeez, Dad, come on. Yeah, apparently. But but speaking of back to school, we are talking about a movie today that starts with somebody going back to a new school. Yeah. In uh, in Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, which is, we talked about this last week on the show. It is so weird that we have not talked about this movie as an episode. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't even yeah. know. I maybe I think we've just brought it up so much that maybe yeah. I thought we had, and we've talked about Spider Man in general a lot, right? You know, and done episodes on Spider Man, but. Um, Miles Morales, like I, I just can't believe it. Like, but it's my birthday month, so guess what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> you won't well, hear us complaining. Yeah, I was gonna say it took a lot of convincing on your part. Like, we <laughs> really know. had to have our arms twisted to get on board with talking about this movie. Uh, not at all. Like, I think all of us love this movie quite a bit and enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, and it's it's one that a lot of people really love. Um, I think it, when I heard that they were doing this movie and they were bringing in Miles Morales and it was going to be an animated movie, I had no idea what to expect from Sony. Right. Because this was going to be outside the MCU. And I think I, I just, I, I just didn't know. And were people going to buy into this different Spider-Man um, where we're just getting to know Tom Holland and his Spider-Man and it's but an they, animated movie. Yeah. So, you know, there was just so many things that um, I think um, was pretty ballsy. I'm going to say it again. Pretty ballsy. Because yeah. they don't, they often uh, don't take a lot of risks when it comes to certain things. Right. Uh, right. They make good movies. I'm not against Sony at all, but um, oh, this, they make this bad movie. movies. <laughs> all right. Wow. Give it up to Tracy. For the most <laughs> part. Let's Tracy. let's be honest. A lot of their movies are not good. This is an exception. <laughs> now I'm gonna look. Up, I want to look up a list of, of Sony like, movies. Um, outside of any Spider-Man movies, I'm not sure I know a lot of Sony movies just off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of their cash well, cow right you, now. Yeah, you can check into uh, Disney Plus now and watch some of those. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, this was a big risk because not a lot of people know the Miles Morales story or any mm -hmm. of that whole world. Um, we do know Spider-Man. We do know Spider-Gwen. Most of us, not a lot of, you know, it's not, um, it's not a mainstream anything, you know, it's, it's a geek it. world thing, but yeah. like as mainstream characters go, it's just not. Um, and for it to be an animated movie that is for kids, but it's not like, it's not for right. little kids. It's not like Teen Titans or, you know, mm. all these other kind of superhero um things that you get to see. And so I, I was excited, but at the same time I was like, please don't fail because yeah. I really want this story to happen. And so when we got to go to the critic screening and it was a full house and people were so excited. And I know a couple people that I invited, um, you know, uh, were people of color and brought their kids Mm -hmm. And we're just like crying by the end because mm -hmm. it was, you know, a centric character that they could see themselves, you know, on right. the screen, which was right. really, really cool. And it didn't suck. It was an amazing, amazing 
movie and the soundtrack, like I said um, on last week's episode is one of my favorite soundtracks. So, and I love how they open up with, <laughs> um, with music right away. And uh, I think that they had the studio went with a song that had already been out and a hit for at least six months. And I mean, I, when they planned on it, I'm sure they didn't know, but it, the song released first. So everybody was familiar with the mm -hmm. song. So it made the scene with that song even more cool because we all do the same thing with that sunflower song. Yes. <laughs> well, and, and it's also, I, I love that scene because I think you're right. I think everybody does that with, with sunflower, but I also think it's some of the most brilliant like product placement stuff that mm -hmm. Sony is Sony like what headphones is he listening to? Well, now you want to get the Miles Morales headphones, which are the Sony headphones. And, mm -hmm. you know, and everybody wanted to get those Jordans again because I still want them. Yeah. 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 And just some great uh, stuff like that. But yeah, I, I love that they open with that song. And I love that it was familiar and it immediately draws you in because of that. Mm -hmm. It was so. smart because for a story that most people don't know, they're, they're just like everybody at the time was high off of superhero movies, right? We mm -hmm. had, you know, we end game, you know, was right there. Um, mm -hmm. What else came out at the same time? Was yeah. Like we were all just kind of on this high of, and then you hear, okay, there's a new Spider-Man um you know, animated movie coming out. And so we just went just hoping that it was going to be, we had high expectations because of everything that we had seen up to that point from Marvel, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it just, it, I don't know how to explain it. It as an adult, cause I didn't go see this with any kids. Like I invited mm -hmm. kids of other people. I gave them tickets that had kids so they could see it. But I went with this just as an adult um, with some friends and critics and just absolutely loved it. And by the end of the movie, um, I really got like, I love the message of anybody can be a superhero. And that's why I love yeah. Spider-Man so much. Yeah, he got bit by a radioactive spider. Um, but I mean, that's that randomness can happen to whomever, depending on what Spider-Man story you're following. But with Miles, he looked up to this person um, mm -hmm. and it was, kind of, I don't know if I want to say it as a rebellious cause against his father, because his father is a police officer, mm -hmm. you know, and so he just thinks that Spider-Man is just in his way, you know, like, who is this ridiculous nonsense person, you know, trying to do this stuff, you shouldn't look up to him, and, and he does look up to him, but he also is his own kid, like, he's making stickers, he's, you know, into graffiti art, um, you know, tying his shoe, not tying his shoes. Um, I totally yeah. steal that line every time. It's a, it's a life choice. Every time yeah. somebody says my shoe is untied, I'm like, it's a life choice. And I just keep walking, you know, <laughs> like yeah. there's so many things like he, I feel like he is just a regular kid, mm -hmm. not looking for any of this to happen, has the same kind of heroes we all have. Um, and just trying to get through the day. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and I, I think this is, you know, one of the, I'm not always a big fan of when the comics or movies decide to go in and say, we're going to take this character that's been around for a long time. And now we're going to pass the mantle onto someone else because a lot of times it doesn't work very well. And, and for various reasons, and I'm not, it's not, I, I had issues when, you know, Dick Grayson picks up the Batman mantle for a while in the comics right. I had. So it's not a, a female color, uh, you know, race, none of that. I just have struggles with it sometimes because I like the original and I kind of feel like let them be their own man um, or woman. Again, not a gender thing. Person. Um, <laughs> but yeah, be their own person. Um, but with this, in the comics, this is one that, that has worked for a really long time because Ultimate Spider-Man has been around for, I mean, over a decade in the comics. And um, and it worked because they took what was so great about Peter Parker as Spider-Man and said, what makes him great isn't that he was a white kid in Queens or this or that or anything. What made him so great is we are all like, like you said, Val, anybody can be a superhero. We are all like Spider-Man in that none of us know, have any idea what we're doing from day to day. And we're right. all just trying to figure it out. And that's what made Spider-Man 
great is he was a superhero that was doing the same thing. And right. so you could retell that story with anybody and, and tell it in a different way. And I love this version of Spider-Man. I love Miles Morales and I love, you know, Peter Parker has this kind of um, awe and respect for his uncle Ben. And a lot of the guilt that happened with his uncle Ben is what drives him as a hero and, you know, Miles Morales has an uncle that he's got a relationship with, and it's a very different relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a little bit of that rebelliousness against his dad. Like, well, this uncle of mine is cool, and dad doesn't like him, and so that makes him even cooler because dad right. doesn't like him. <laughs> and I think in the end, he realizes um, how much he appreciates his dad and and his family and everything else. But but it's just a very different story. But at the same time, what makes Spider-Man great is still, still there at the heart of the story. Um, right. And it just goes to show you that being a hero is more than just the superpowers or the origin. It, there's a lot more to it. Yeah. And I love how they keep with the uh, kind of background of what we love about Spider-Man is that he's kind of just an awkward kid. Yes. You know what I mean? Like he's this awkward kid and Miles Morales is so awkward. You know, (laughs) when he gets into this new school, um, you know, he's going to this private school now and, and he doesn't want, he wants to walk in, but his dad drops him off in the cop car. Yes, I love you know? that. Scene. And then he's all, love you, I son. Love you, and he gets out of the car and he walks away and then he gets on the stairs. I'm not going to leave till you say it back. <laughs> and then I he's walking through moment. the halls. He's like, I don't know what just happened. You know, and everybody's talking about it. And then he meets Gwen. And, uh, you know, for the most people that haven't read any of the comics, you're um idea of Gwen is Emma Stone from Amazing right. Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. And not a bad character. I just rewatched these movies the other day. Um and uh there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff that I like about these movies and then there's a lot of just really bad choices um that were made, but I think Emma Stone made a really good Spider-Gwen. The mm-hmm. only thing the only issue that they had um or Gwen, I guess she wasn't a Spider-Gwen, but Gwen Stacy, mm-hmm. the only issue that I had is one they killed her. Um, and two, um, they just made her a girl to be saved. You know, they gave her all these strong qualities, all these super smart qualities that she has, and she can save the day and all this stuff. And then, you know, they make her a damsel in distress and then they kill her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but those were the movies that they were making at the time. You know, that's, Mm -hmm. that's what they they thought were going to sell. They were basing it on the comic book stories from, you know, way back. Way back, like in the eighties, and yeah, and where that's the story that they had with Gwen Stacy, and I think it's a classic example of okay, take the bones of that story and uh-huh. now build on it for today, and don't just yeah, exactly you know, what was appropriate and okay back then. We've evolved, yeah, and it's okay to yeah. to have. And I really think they through. had they had so much, um, you know, and this is a whole diff- different episode, but I'm gonna r- tie it right back into what we're um, talking about, but. You know, um, Amazing Spider-Man 2, they ha- they gave Gwen Stacy so much backbone um, mm-hmm. and backstory and all of these things that could have propelled that story into an Amazing Spider-Man 3 with Gwen Stacy then turning in, you know, to Spider-Gwen or more of a superhero. But that was too much for studio heads to think about at that time. Like that, oh, to yeah. have a female do that. And now you've got this other version of Gwen Stacy where she has her own comic books that she is a superhero. And now we're in miles Morales where we have all these different multiverses. Mm -hmm. And I was really excited when I found out we were getting multiverses with miles Morales, because Mm -hmm. now we are really going to see that it does. Like Jake just said, it doesn't matter, you know, who you are, where you're from, what your story is. You could be a version of Spider-Man and we see all different versions right. in this and it's so much fun like so much fun to see you know Gwen Stacy and to see him but then we have um you know uh i want to say what's the noir spider-man which yeah, spider-man, noir. Noir. spider-man noir which is just super fun and then you have two different versions of regular spider-man mm-hmm. um which is also really fun in its own way because it kind of goes back in the way of, you know, kind of what, what if is going through right now. And it's Mm -hmm. like, what if (laughs) like Spider-Man's life would have taken a turn 
for the worst. And now he's this, you know, dad bod Spider-Man, you know, mm -hmm. just trying to get through the day. And so I really like how they had so many stories going on in this one story and we could follow it. It wasn't too much. We got to know the characters like the, they had such good outline structure and writing um, in this one Sony Marvel movie than the last seven DC movies. And I know that I'm always putting DC down. Right. <laughs> but like, this is the proof that you can introduce all these characters that most people don't know about with all these different side stories. And we got it. And they made it so kids could get it. You right. know? Right. I mean, I'm just so impressed. Yeah. My, it's, it's so true. And, and they didn't, they didn't overthink it and they just did it just right. And I love, I love the different spider people creatures that we see <laughs> spider pick spider pick spider ham is the best spider ham's yeah. the best i love his origin story because he was a spider who was bitten by a radioactive pig and that's how he became spider ham and that's just awesome because it's the opposite of every other right. origin story right. and it was great i i yeah. saw an interview i saw an interview once with john mulaney and he said that they his agent contacted him and said, Hey, we've got a role for you in a superhero movie. And he was like, all right, I'm interested. I always wanted to be a superhero. And they're <laughs> like, it's animated. And he's like, okay, no problem. I can do that. And then they would not tell him any details though. He had no idea what character it was going to be until he got there. And they didn't tell him anything about the character. They just said, he's a pig and we want you to just go for it. And so he said he he riffed for like 15 minutes, just coming up with lines and phrases. And and then he stopped and he turned to the directors and he said, now, what is this going to be rated? And they said, PG to PG-13. And he's like, so you can't use any of that that I just said. <laughs> like, yeah. No, but it was really good. Congratulations. You got the job. <laughs> Which is great because from an acting standpoint, this is John Mulaney's best work, hands yeah. down. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, John Mulaney's he's, brilliant. He's, I think he's hilarious. Yeah. I yeah. think as a as a comedian and as a writer, he's just fantastic. But as this is actor, his best acting work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and he's up against, I mean, there are some great actors. We have Jake oh, yeah. Johnson, who I'm a huge fan of Jake Johnson, I think. And this is not the singer Jake Johnson. This is actor comedian Jake Johnson. You've got Nicolas Cage, uh, Mershahala Ali. Um, Lee, Lee Schreiber, who, or Schreiber, who is one of my favorite actors, um, Oscar Isaac, who is cast as interesting person, which is funny. Um, Catherine, um, Han, and we just saw her in, uh, WandaVision and she plays, um, I mean, a character that's supposed to be male, um, but they have her Olivia live, um, Octavius, which is, mm -hmm. Um, fun, of course, Stan Lee, um, Lily Tomlin, um, and uh, uh, Haley Steinfeld, which to me, this is Haley Steinfeld's best work. I'm yeah. not a huge fan of yeah. Haley Steinfeld. She's been in a lot of movies and she's cute. Like she's mm -hmm. a cute actress, not like saying her looks. Yes, she's right. very pretty. But I mean, in, when she's in movies, I just think, okay, like that's, you know, but I really, I really bought it. I totally forgot it was her. Mm -hmm. um in this film um well, yeah that's the, that's the thing that i loved about this as compared to a lot of sony animated features is they typically will just hire names to be mm -hmm. the voice actors and mm -hmm. that's their marketing that's their whole thing come listen to boom 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 and they'll list these a-list actors mm -hmm. and sometimes when you're watching those you know that that's that person's voice and you can't get past you can't get past the actor, you can't get into the character. Whereas in this one, you just slide right. I mean, like you said, Val, there's got some incredible acting in here. And even Nicolas Cage, who tends to, to dominate um, because he's so over the top so often. Yeah. They, they make it so that it fits that character and mm -hmm. you just, you just go with it the whole movie, which is a real tribute to the direction of this. Yeah. And then Shamik Moore, who, who plays Miles Morales, is is kind of a newcomer you know he was he's been in a couple of things um but nothing huge and i gotta say i got to meet this kid um at ces in 2019 the year this movie came out and uh i think it came out in 2000 2018 did it come out 2009 2019 i think it's 2019 um yep. uh 
And I, I got to meet him at CES. Um, and I'll have to post some of the video that I have from his interview because he was just like super nice, uh, very intelligent. Um, and he can do anything. Like he just started busting a move, like breakdancing. Um, he's producing stuff. He's making music, like all of this stuff. Very nice to everyone that came up. Cause I don't know if you guys have been to CES, but it's mm -hmm. like, so take like a convention, like <laughs> Comic-Con and then mm -hmm. put it in Vegas in five different yep. buildings, you yep. know, right. and it's yeah. just shiny stuff everywhere. everywhere. And uh, he was the highlight of this area. It was the Sony section. Uh, it had all their movies and different uh, tech that was happening. And and I was almost ready to leave that section because, you know, I was done with it. And they're like, and uh, Shamik Moore from, you know, Into the Spider-Verse. And I, I just turned right back around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and got a spot right in the front. And I got a picture with him. And I got to talk to him. Um, but I got some video of his interview, which I'll see if I can find it. And I'll post it on our Facebook page. Um but like all I could think to myself was like, this kid has got his head on his shoulders. Like, you know what I mean? Like we've met a lot of people um, in the biz and sometimes you just think like, I don't know, you, we've all had to put on a fake smile for different yeah. things. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But this kid was so happy to be there. Mm -hmm. Like it was so nice. It was so refreshing to see that he knew that this was really big for him, really huge for him. Um, and of course he was wearing the sneakers and I just like, was like, I just, can I just have can those? Have those? <laughs> <laughs> and he probably said no. I didn't ask him. Oh, well, that's good. That's his good. feet are bigger than mine. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is, I remember when this came out, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. So obviously, but I, just how well it was received and yeah. by critics, by fans. Um, and so, and I think, I'm not, it, it, sorry, it, yeah, I, I was going to say, if I'm not mistaken, it was named by the Utah film critic association as best picture. Yeah. 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 I was, I was going to say that I was just waiting, but it came out in 2018. So it's the end of 2018. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the Utah film critics society, um, uh, voted it film of the year for the uh, film critic awards. So. Yeah. And I think it won Oscar for best animated picture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of the rare, not Disney films that. Yeah. That has mm -hmm. won that in, in recent years. And really, honestly, I don't remember what came out in 2018 from Disney, what it went up against, but like if anything else had one, I think that would have been a real shame, <laughs> but no, I think I, I even felt like it was... Um, Incredibles 2. Yeah. Um, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, it was it was against two that I didn't... And then Smallfoot, I think, was also... I think so. ...up yeah. there. Um, and, like, I really... Incredibles 2 was whatever for me. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, was uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Like, there was, you know, one or two scenes in that that I... Yeah thought were you know it was okay they were all just okay honestly in that grouping mm -hmm. the disney films finish third and fourth for me out yeah of four. yeah the no i was really I happy was really good i was really so. happy that this one yeah. one of my favorite scenes <laughs> so his uncle miles's uncle is like telling him how to hit on girls mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and he like does the little thing where you put the hand on and you're just like hey and so then when he goes to school and he's talking to Gwen and he gets the, it's like slow motion and then awkward. Hey. And then he gets his hand stuck and then it's in her hair. And then she gets this haircut that now all the girls all over the world want Love this it. crazy haircut. Yep. All because Miles Morales was awkward. It was so like, it was just, it was great. That's just that scene and it, I don't know. I just, I love how real it is, but also like it's fake. It's an animated superhero movie. So right. it, it's not real, but it is like, there's so many things that are super real. There's like no when his dad, Yeah. When his dad comes to the door, you know, and he can't really get up to get the door to talk to him, but his dad just knows, Hey, like we need to talk and I miss you. And I love, you know, like these things and, and miles, they have that quiet moment 
um, together. Like, I think we can all kind of put ourselves in that place with mm -hmm. either our kid or our parent or a niece or a nephew or somebody that, you know, I don't know. It was just a very, there are some very real moments. The only thing that wasn't my favorite in this movie was when they get to um, the place where Kingpin is trying to bring this world so he can like get into the, into the multiverse so he can get his family back. And then mm -hmm. everything kind of scrambles and it's this big visual like spaghetti bowl of mm -hmm. pixels and colors and like all of that. That went a little long for me. Mm. Yeah. But it's not enough to make me still not for this to be one of my favorite movies. But that yeah. section, every time it comes on, like I could take a nap. Yeah. That section. It, it is a little long. I agree. It's a little long, but having studied animated film in school and seeing all the different types of animation that they're throwing. And then I've got some friends forever. Yeah. <laughs> and then I've got some friends who, who are artists um, who, who do some comic book work and some of the, the stuff that they've explained about the different art styles and the way that you make it so that the colors look like they're misprinted um, as the world's kind of collapsing. There's some really cool stuff in there, but it is a little. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, it's really cool, but I think seeing it one time is enough. And then when you go back and watch the movie over and over, I kind of skip through that part. Yeah, and that's I, I think that is fair on that. I mean, um, but I do like going back to the animation styles. I do think it's really impressive, the animation style just overall in this movie and all mm -hmm. of the different things that they bring into it. Um, because I felt like I've seen a good number of animated movies, probably more than I really want to admit out loud. But was well, the mother uh, of six kids? Yes. <laughs> well. I don't, I don't want to blame it totally on the kids, though. I think I just like animated movies in general. And this felt like a whole new style and look of mm -hmm. animation. And it was just like, it, it's hard to describe it in any other way. Um, I mean, it's like, so what kind of animation? It's not Pixar. It's not just mm -hmm. the 2D animation. It's, it's just, its own. It, it's, yeah. its own thing. Yeah. And it, and for that reason, like, it's just amazing to watch. Um, you just have to appreciate the talent that went into it and the, the hours of work that went into it for sure. Yeah. You forget that this is a computer doing ones and zeros making this. It looks like it's handcrafted in a yeah. lot of those scenes, um, but there's no way you could actually hand draw some of that stuff. So the fact that they were able yeah. to create that is fantastic. Can we yeah. talk about Lily Tomlin as Aunt May? Like the writing <laughs> of Aunt May in this story is fantastic. Like mm -hmm. I'm afraid of her. She could kick my <laughs> butt. Like she's not this like just kind of quiet Aunt May that's kind of, I just gonna take care of you. And you know, like she is like a kick butt Aunt May and I absolutely mm -hmm. loved it, you know? And when she um, takes him down to, you know, the backyard and they go down into the spider <laughs> Uh, realm, whatever. Like, just really, I don't know. I really, one, I love Lily Tomlin. Um, right. But this, I really liked, because we've seen all the Aunt Mays, right? We've right. seen all the different structures of Aunt Mays through the year, through the years um, with all the movies and comic books and everything, and I really, I really like this one. I like how they didn't go with, um, you know, like the stereotype that we've seen. I'm like, we don't need to see the origin stories again. We see, they give right. us little glimpses of things, you right. know, that kind of keep us grounded in, in the story that we're in um, and give us that familiarity. But um, I just thought she was great. She, it was like, somebody said, what if Aunt May was really smart and capable and he let her in on his secret, like yeah. from the start. Yeah, and mm -hmm. how much better would he be as Spider-Man because Aunt May and she exactly. kind of becomes the Alfred to his Batman in a lot yeah. of yeah. ways. Yeah, and I loved it. Yeah, um, I told you to take it outside. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the scene where they're going down there in the spider lair thing for the first time, uh -huh. uh, and the Peter Parker that's there is like, "Oh yeah, I've got a, a shed like this in my backyard too." And then they go in, "No, not like no, this, like not this. all." <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and, and that i mean too just like the spider-man in the 
you know, the other universe, you know, when he's just sitting on his bed, eating that pizza, <laughs> he just can't get over the love of his life. You know what I mean? Like, this is so real, yeah. you know, this is your, I, I don't, there's just so many little nuanced things um, that they put in that they really didn't have to, to give us just a deeper story and a deeper understanding of these characters. Um, and I love it how when Miles Morales, he finds out that he can turn invisible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's also one of my favorites. And then he's like, do it again. And he's like, <laughs> he's like tensing. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't. Well, when he gets and- the bagel, I really want a bagel. <laughs> Well, and I love that when they incorporate that into the, when he's trying to convince him that like, no, he can come along. Like, yeah, do, do the thing, do the thing. <laughs> and he can't do it at all. Like, yeah, I, I've just been a big ready. Jake Johnson fan since new girl. Oh um, yeah. He, he is just such a funny guy. He's got a new film out. I can't remember what it's called, but it, it, I think he wrote and directed it. Um, he said he got kind of burned out for a little while and, and kind of went back to his roots of, small, lower budget indie kind of work. Um, but I've been a big fan of his. Uh, he kind of steals the show in the small cameo in the Jurassic World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One's yeah. The, the scientist guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's got this really great timing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't rush any of his humor, um, mm-hmm. you know, and he brings that to most characters. So you know that it's him. But at the same time, you lose him. He's not one of those that you see the actor. You lose him right. into the character. Um, but he just has this slow kind of dry humor um, that's so great. And when I found out he was going to be in this, because I'm a huge fan of of New Girl as well, um, and mainly because of him. Like his mm-hmm. chemistry with Zoe Deschanel is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but by himself, like I could, you know, sit and watch him just do comedy um, because he's just so funny and so on it, but it's not like this rush, like slapstick, you know, kind of stuff. Like he just, uh, he's on point and he leaves room for you to laugh and like, think about things, which I really like. And I like how they let him keep that pace in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, produced by Lord and Miller, uh, the guys yes. who created the Lego movie. Um, I, I like the fact, so when they were making this movie, they said Lord and Miller have a tendency to throw everything, all their ideas out there, and then they cut back. And I think that's kind of what got them in trouble when they got into the Star Wars, Star Wars world, because mm-hmm. they're so used, they're so structured in the way that they're filmed. And and I I really wish solo they would have allowed those guys to make their version of that movie. And in some multiverse, that movie exists. Because I'm a big fan of those two. I'd love to see what they would have done in the star Wars movie. I mean, Ron Howard's an okay director. It was just very safe. And I felt like the Lord Miller would have taken it in new and interesting and unique ways. And for sure. And I, I think that um, I, I really like their style as far as the animated movies that they've done. Um, but I can also see where you can say like, yeah, it would be interesting to see that solo movie. That's just them doing it Mm -hmm. and not having Ron Howard come in and, and finishing it up the way that Disney wanted it finished up. Well, the way that he tried to finish it up, like Disney wanted him to finish it up. I don't think Disney wanted what they got with the finished product with solo, which is why we haven't gotten a sequel yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But it would be interesting to see that, but I really like it when they're just playing in the sandbox that they've played in with the animation, because what they've come out with, you know, you've got into the spider in the, into the Spider-Verse, you've got um, the Lego movie, you've got the new one um, that was just out on Netflix and I was just trying to look it up. Uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines? Yeah, Mitchell versus, yeah, Mitchell's versus the Machines, which is one of my favorite movies that I've seen this year. Like, it is just a fantastic (laughs) movie from start to finish and they just have a unique way of looking at the world Mm -hmm. um, and the stuff that they put out as a result is just really interesting and, you know, maybe they could do something live action that would be really, really along those lines. It would be really great. But I'm okay if they never do, too, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm not against it, though, either. But 
I don't know. Right. I, I just like what they've done um, animation style. So. I agree. I love the coloring of the film. Mm -hmm. I love, um, I do love, I mean, we keep talking about how different the animation is, but I think it's one of the closest um, comic book style yes. animated movies that we've seen mm -hmm. um, where you still get that comic book feel. Um, but then you get this new kind of animation um, that it's just so interesting to watch and the coloring is so great. The soundtrack um, just hits on point with everything. Um, and just the family, you know, I think Spider-Man is probably one of the most family oriented mm -hmm. um, superhero stories out there. There are a lot of them, but I think this one specifically um, is, and I love how his parents um, want to be very involved, you know, and then of course he loses his uncle, um, which kind of ties into, you know, the other, um, like Jake said, the other Spider-Man story with Peter Parker. Um, but he still has his parents, you know, which isn't, that's not a normal thing. Usually you have one or the other, you know, um, and his mom's name is not Martha. So we've got that. Also a win. Also a win. Um, I, Why did you say that name? <laughs> I, I really like that too. And, and I, and you brought up that, Spider-Man uh, is a very family-oriented um, superhero. And I think that that's... And you're right, there are a lot of those out there, but it seems like this day and age, there's been a lot of push to, like, how can we make these superheroes more adult-oriented? Like, one of the big ones for me is Superman. Zack Snyder's version of Superman is he wants him to be in an adult-oriented movie. And I don't mean that it's, like, overly adult-themed or things like that, right. but, like, he that's what Zack Snyder wanted for Superman and with with into the spider-verse and even with the disney uh, mcu spider-man movies i feel mm -hmm. like they're saying we know that this is who our character is we know that right. this is our audience and we're not going to run away from that we're just yeah. going to lean into it and give you what mm -hmm. what you want from this and and what you get is there are some very grown-up themes in this movie like you mentioned the peter parker who's just not able to get over the love of his life like that's right. not something that uh, my five-year-old has dealt with yet yeah. in his right. life but it is something that most of us can look back on at our age and say oh yeah i i know that feel i know exactly how he's feeling mm -hmm. right now yeah and we can relate to that but at the same time it doesn't take it from that family oriented feeling yeah 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 what and i, I think oh go, go ahead. ahead no you go i, I was just gonna say i, I when, when we were talking about the the scripting of the film i love how each of the individual spider characters gets their own look and feel and sound like yeah. Nicolas Cage giving the very noir based dialogue, you know, the winds, the leaves rustling through the ground. And, and I, I saw an interview with him once and he said that they, they were directing him and kept wanting more from him. And so finally he said, Oh, okay, I got it. And they said, you, you good. And he said, yep, you, you want the full Nicolas Cage. Here we go. And then they did it, and that's what they <laughs> Well, yeah, we're not hiring you for the half Nicolas Cage. We'd like yeah, to want the full Nicolas Cage. Fully yeah. caffeinated. And, and I feel bad that he's even going to specify that because that means he's worked on movies where someone's like, we don't want the full Nicolas Cage. You're going to need to pull back a little. And listen, mm -hmm. no one puts Nikki in a corner, okay? He's just got to <laughs> deal with what it is. <laughs> I could have gone easy and said nobody puts Nikki in a cage, but that just felt like it was just too ah, on the fruit. That would have been a good dad joke, though. Yeah. <laughs> but I just love the styling of each of those characters, and they have their own look and feel, but it's still yeah. part of the cohesive whole. Yeah. Yep. Um, I want to do – let me grab something really quick because I kind of want to do a little shout-out uh, – We have an unplanned exit. I know, Sorry. but it's oh, going to be worth right. it. It's going to be um, So Remnants is coming out this weekend with Hugh Jackman. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I get to see it on Tuesday, but the studio um, sent me something, and they didn't tell me what they were going to send me. Um, and this thing is really heavy. But this is what oh, wow. they sent me. Holy cow. And they had to have gone to my Facebook page. Days. 
that's me and Dave. Let me hear. Let me do this. Holy oh cow. my gosh. And like, see how it's that's like really cool. And it's seriously heavy. Like this yeah. thing is heavy. So yeah. I haven't seen the movie yet, but the gist of what I think this movie about is Hugh Jackman is a scientist and he is able to catch moments mm -hmm. um, of your long lost love in time. And then yeah, you can go back to go back through his memories and time travel type of thing. It's, yeah. So I, they I went to my like, Facebook and captured a memory and put it, <laughs> froze it in time. That's cool. And then sent this to me. That's yeah. cool. That's some creative, well done it, marketing right there. So now I have a weapon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they well, only sent it to one person, one um, critic in Salt Lake City, and they sent it to me. So oh, that's wow. cool. a nice little that's wedding cool. wedding gift from Warner Brothers. Yeah. That is cool. And what's cool about that from a marketing standpoint is how much stuff do you get that you're like, I can just give this to somebody else and give it you can't give that away. I mean Right. I'm like, here you go. Yeah. I, I'm gonna tell you though, I've never given away my Star Wars sunglasses. Star oh, the Conqueror sunglasses. That is here to stay. <laughs> not wear them all the time, but I am keeping those bad boys. That's for sure. Nice. I like that you leave the <laughs> doubt in there, though. I may not wear them all the time. I mean, I might, but I'm. <laughs> you can't see out of them. It's like hard to see. It's very. There's lots of little dots and and everything, but uh, they make me laugh. It, that was that was good marketing too. But that's really cool from Warner Brothers. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I don't have a pair with me, but I have a whole bag full of movie stuff. Oh, and it's so exciting because um, I will have another thing to share with you guys. Um, in a couple of weeks, there's another movie coming out, and they're sending me um, a pair of shoes Ooh. that might be my wedding shoes. So we will see. Well, well, well. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to... Sorry, somebody just walked by. I was wondering. What <laughs> uh, we'll have to check those out. I'm excited to see what your wedding shoes are going to be now. Yeah, no uh, kidding. I hear Dave's got quite the good outfit for the wedding. Now. I I wouldn't even know. I haven't seen it, but I've heard <laughs> I've heard things that I'm going to come around the corner as my dad's walking me down the aisle of the backyard. I'm getting married in Hawaii, and that I'm going to start laughing. And I'm like, okay, well, that's the exact reaction that I wanted. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know who you're marrying, so right. <laughs> this seems on track with like everything that you've shared with us about him. So I think it's great. I think sure. it's great. <laughs> well, let's let's give a, a grade to this movie. I have a feeling this is going to be a pretty high grade, but we'll we'll start with. You want to go first, Val? Is the birthday girl? Sure. One. I mean, I'm first sure you guys one. know what my grade is. I give it yeah. an A. So. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I think this is going to be pretty high for everybody. All right, Tracy, bring us back second, down. I think we've only given one show where everybody gave an A. I think two. Uh, there there have been a couple. Yeah, right, but it's a handful. It's a handful. Yeah, it's not a lot. Um, visually stunning, uh, interesting character development. I loved how they flipped the Doc Ock. Catherine Hahn, which we didn't talk much about, is an incredible villain um, before she even got into the WandaVision. Um, really creative script, really funny, really heartfelt. Um, solid A for me. Yep. It is an A for me as well. This is definitely a movie, a modern movie that I think does matter. Uh, I think it's a movie that has had a huge impact on a lot of, uh, people in a very positive mm -hmm. way. Um, it, it's not, it doesn't dumb it down. It makes it entertaining. It makes it fun. Um, but still, kids love it like this is my five-year-old it's his favorite spider-man he loves miles Morales as he oh. tries to say <laughs> i love that it's like Morales, something it, it anyway he gets close he's getting better oh. but, but he loves miles and he loves this spider-man he wants to dress up as this spider-man for halloween oh. so, I mean, it, it makes a big you're gonna difference. have to send me photos yes yeah, totally sure. so we're gonna have the same halloween costume just kidding <laughs> <laughs> But, but I just think that this is just such a great movie. I agree that it's an A. And there you go. This is a triple A rated. Yay. Verified air. So. Well, we couldn't give anything less for Val's birthday. No. Well, but this movie earns it. Like, I don't want to put any kind of, like, disclaimer on why we gave, gave this an A, except that this is just a really good movie. 
There was no sliding scale based on her birthday presents. No. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm excited because my birthday's next week, and the movie that we're going to be doing my birthday week mm-hmm. is one that we all enjoyed. Um, I'm super excited about Free Guy. So we yeah. we're giving you the hint now. Go watch Free Guy yep. because we're going to be talking about it. All the things, all the spoilers, some of our favorite scenes, music, all the stuff. There's yeah, so it, many Easter eggs. Like I've seen it twice. I want to see it again and just go in with a notebook this time. Yeah. And I think this is one that you've got to go see it on the big screen too. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't well, you know have that, to right now. So. Yeah, you have to. It's not streaming <laughs> anywhere. So you've got to go see it on the big screen, but don't wait on this one until it is streaming. Like it's worth it to go see. I mean, there's at least one character that doesn't even fit on a small screen. I'm pretty sure <laughs> so you have to go see it on the big screen. Oh my the gosh. But yeah, this is a fantastic movie uh, and we're excited to talk about it. But Into the Spider-Verse is also a fantastic movie. So watch that and then go see Free Guy in preparation for next week. So you can enjoy our conversation then. So in the meantime, follow us on all the places. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, Leave us a like and a comment on the video. Um, Let us know if you've got any feedback for us. We'd love to hear it. You can also reach out to us on Facebook uh, or on Instagram where we are at movies that make us, or you can find us on Twitter at movies make us. Um, so we are everywhere on the internet, not in a creepy way. Like we're going to steal your photo and send you plastic, <laughs> uh, the acrylic. If you're going to so, steal somebody's photo, do something cool with it. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to steal somebody's profile picture, do something cool with it. Absolutely. Um, no, 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 I'll <laughs> sing us out on this one. I love it. I mean, I wouldn't say that that's singing. <laughs> it's pretty close. Cool. It's, it's but Miles is basically doing at that point in the movie. So, <laughs> right. we won't see you at the movies. <laughs>